Oh my god, I'm chills. What happened? Oh my god. Oh, I just can't. What? Hey everyone. Hello, party people. I'm just kidding. I hate party people. <laughs> oh my people. god, I hate that. I don't know. What's up? What's up? Um, you know, it just popped in my head when it started recording was, and we're back. What is that? Jimmy uh, Jimmy Fallon on SNL. Remember that? Uh, uh, we're maybe. Back. <laughs> I don't want to do it too loud because the, the mic. Oh, and we're be back. So <laughs> <laughs> I kind of don't remember that. He's like a shock jock DJ. Oh, yeah. I get that. I get oh, that. Oh, good. I think. I can't remember. It just popped in my head. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but guys, I will ask one thing for you. Will you just, if you haven't already, just subscribe real quick so that episodes automatically download. We have like 20,000 downloads, but 75,000 plays. If we had 75,000 downloads, we'd be on the charts. Yeah. Apple only counts downloads. So the fact that we have 75,000 plays, but only 20,000 downloads, come on. Come on, peeps. We just need everyone to download. And if you don't want to think about that every time, just subscribe and it downloads it automatically. Yeah. Subscribe is follow, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. It used to be called subscribe. Now it's called follow. I think it's follow on Spotify, too. Oh, okay. So do, all, do those. Thanks. Thank you. Um, all right. Should, I'm just going to get into it. God, was that it? I think that's it. What are y'all doing this weekend? Nothing. I'm actually skipping a girls' night to do this. <gasps> you are? Kate's in town. What? But it's okay. It's like been the longest fucking week. I'm cool. <gasps> oh my God, I feel so bad. I would have certainly chosen Kath over this. Oh my God. Well, She's here for work, so I don't know. But we have my holiday party tomorrow. What? Post-holiday party. Why? Did y'all not have one in a normal no. time? No, we're sure did. Oh God, yeah. So you are doing so, that tomorrow? Yeah. Mm, I'm going skiing. Oh no, I forgot. Oh yeah, that's why you asked. Okay. Hey, Rach, what are you doing this weekend? I'm going skiing tomorrow. <laughs> Deer Valley. Yep. I keep saying other things like tell you right or something else. Oh my God! And actually, we just found out that Sundance is this week. <gasps> oh my God! Wait. Swear to God, we didn't know. Is that Park, Where, Park City? Yeah, it's Park City. It's the same place. Oh, yeah, it is. I was like... Well, that will be so fun. You're going to see, like, celebs. So many celebs. Celeb sightings. I, I already Googled who is scheduled to be at Sundance 2023. We got Anne Hathaway. We got Joseph Gordon-Levitt. We've got... Uh, he's so cutie. I'm very attracted to him. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Go, girl. He's just such a cute little hipster. There was someone else exciting. I can't remember. Um, tell him that I loved the night before. Oh, my God. I'll tell him. I'll be like, my sister and her husband smoked a fat dubes and watched the night before and talked it up, talk it up, talk it up. And so then I watch it the next night and I was like, all right. I mean, it's good, but you sold it. Oh, my God. It is so funny. You, so it's the office party. If you're looking for a good mid-year Christmas movie. Oh, office party is too. funny. It's hilarious. And you don't need to be high. Well. All right. Can I get into my story now, please? <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm doing Hannah Cornelius and Cheslin Marsh. Don't even say it. You've never heard of them. Hmm. My sources are 
Coffeehouse Crime on YouTube, News24.com, Daily Mail, news, uh, I have News24.com twice, and The Sun. Hannah Cornelius was born February of 1996 in Cape Town, South Africa. She came from an upper-class family. Her father, Willem, was a magistrate or a judge, and her mother, Anna, was a criminal attorney. She had a little brother who was autistic, and she was very protective over him. His name wasn't released in early articles, and you can find it now, but it's not crucial to the story, so I'm just going to leave it out. Yeah. Hannah was a good kid, never giving Anna and Willem... It's so hard to say Willem. I know. Because I want to say William so bad. I know. Never giving Anna and Willem trouble. And I know I say that about every victim, but I have examples to back it up, so back off. Mm-hmm. She lit up a room. Just go into the whole thing. <laughs> that reminds me of that tweet. <laughs> yeah, what was it? it was, uh, Don't lie. If I go missing... Okay. If I... Okay, sorry. Uh, if I'm ever murdered or kidnapped, please don't make up lies about me. I do not light up a room. Everyone does not want to be my friend. People don't automatically take notice of me. I have a smart mouth and two friends. Tell 2020 that. <laughs> it's so good. I would slight edit. Tell Keith Morrison that. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, whatever. Yeah, totally. And I love that tweet. I'm like, yeah, same. People are like, oh, she was a smart ass. Oh, yeah. She cried a lot. She she cried at every emotion. She was mad, cried, sad, cried, <laughs> laughing, cried. It was weird. It was, it was obnoxious. You know what? I'm glad I'm, she's out I'm of here. I'm glad that trait's gone for sure. Also, she was that, she was very homely. I don't. She didn't stand out. Yeah. Anyway, so that Sorry, was, I was gonna keep. I was gonna keep going, but I couldn't think of anything. A little slutty. A little slutty. I'll say it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> what if there was that's what snl should do yeah just victim shame the crap out of a fictitious character yeah like oh that girl she's gone good oh Oh, good she was a straight up bitch (laughs) a fictitious only a fictitious one of course that's why i said it that's why i said it Mm. all right back to my story this is what willem later said about his daughter I suspect all parents believe their children are exceptional, and we were no different. Almost from birth, Hannah proved to be different from what we believed was the norm. There were no feeding problems, no terrible twos, no teething difficulties. In fact, the first time she cried without an obvious reason, we were so anxious, we asked our family doctor to attend to her in the middle of the night. We were mortified when he informed us that she was just having her first tantrum. Oh my God. Are you sure? I think parents look back with rose colored glasses. I don't know <laughs> like, about don't that. Know. Take it up with him. Look, I'm here to report. Okay. And apparently this was true well into her teenage years, just all around a good kid. And I think having an autistic brother kind of attributed to that. She seemed too mature and faster than the average kid. Yeah. Hannah was a very talented piano player and got accepted to the prestigious private school Redham House. She made excellent grades, and there were several people who said she was very comfortable in her own skin. And, I mean, she's gorgeous, so once you see her, you'll understand why. Yeah. Her father said she was, quote, a child for the new South Africa, a child without the baggage of our generation, with little interest in money of material things, with no prejudice regarding race, religion, and social standing, a remarkable child on the cusp of growing into a a remarkable young woman, end quote. I know I keep quoting him but he's just so well-spoken yeah i really like to 
In her early teenage years, she asked her parents if she could stop going to their church because it didn't make provisions for her Muslim friends to get into heaven. Oh. So, uh-huh. I know. Oh, my god. It's like gosh. example after example. I couldn't decide which ones to put in. Throw them all in. Throw them all in. I'd be, that would be my full story. Oh, my God. That's sweet. On her 16th birthday, her parents tried to give her a car, but she declined, saying that she could not in good conscience allow the money to be spent on herself when so many people around her were living in such poverty. Whoa. So she, I know. So she opted to take her grandmother's 1984 blue Volkswagen City Golf. Oh, my God. <laughs> At this point, it's 2012 and 2013, or 2013. So that, that's an old-ass car. And I'd like to remind you again what we did on our 16th oh birthday. <laughs> that is why I was laughing. And then I was also laughing because I was thinking of how many people I know got their car when they were 16 and burst into tears because it wasn't the one they wanted. <laughs> right, or the right color. <laughs> yep. Such little brats. Uh, if, if you don't know what we did on our 16th <laughs> birthday, go ahead and listen to Alex Skeel episode. I get into it. But essentially, we made our dad stay at the DMV all damn day because it was raining and we couldn't get our license. And we just sat there sobbing, made him miss work. We were just such bitches. We were such bitches because apparently you can't take your road test if it's raining, which makes no sense. If, yeah. if we're willing to, I think they should let us take whatever. That's neither here nor there. But it really pissed us off, and our poor dad got the brunt of it. We were oh, such assholes. It was his fault. It was raining. <laughs> you would think, yeah. We, were we such talk assholes. about that in the Alex Gill case. Oh yeah, <laughs> and we get into the actual detail. We, dad's like, "Well, it's okay. We'll come back tomorrow." And we're like, "Sit the, shut the fuck up, and sit your ass down. Yeah. You're in it now. You're in it. You've committed. <laughs> you ain't got nowhere to be. <laughs> Cancel your plans. We don't give a shit." <laughs> so poor dad sh- hannah was not like this oh my god oh and instead of a birthday party she made gift bags for underprivileged children and distributed them to a nearby community this is not real i know and this is something she would do every year for about birthday after that oh my so. god i know see so i have examples an angel on earth right After graduating high school in 2014, she applied to the University of Stellenbosch and told her parents that she did not want to follow in their tracks and practice law because she wanted to do something that actually helped people. Oh, burn. (laughs) Ouch. Burn. Screw you, mom and dad. What you do don't mean shit. Right. So no surprise to anyone, she majored in humanities. Through school, she made a lot of friends, Chesla Marsh being one of them. He was a theology major, and like Hannah, he was driven and a really good student. And just to go ahead and clarify, they're just friends, nothing romantic. In 2017, they were in their second year of university, and after a long week of studying, decided to go out with friends to a bar. It was Friday, and they had a great night drinking and playing dominoes, which apparently is a common game in South Africa. The night slowly turned into early morning Saturday, and they decided to go home. Hannah lived walking distance to the bar, but because Stellenbosch is known for its crime, Cheslin offered to walk her to her apartment and then skateboard home. Cute. Mm -hmm. Nothing eventful happened on the walk, but when they got to Hannah's apartment, it was already past 3 a.m., so she returned the concern of him going home alone and offered to drive him. He insisted he was fine, but she wasn't taking no for an answer, so they get in Hannah's car. 
there's CCTV from a store next door to Cheslin's that shows the parking lot, and you can see Hannah pull in at 3.23 a.m. There are two other cars in the parking lot, and Hannah parks next to one of them, a white truck. Cheslin doesn't immediately get out, though. They sit there talking for a second, I'm guessing to like recap the night or something. But on the video, you can see four guys walk by, then walk out of frame, and at first think nothing of it. Then a few minutes later, you can see the guys come back into frame, sneaking behind the white truck that Hannah's parked next to. Ooh. Can, well, you'll probably get to this. Can they see that there are two people sitting in the car next to mm-hmm. them? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They have a plan in place. They quickly run out, rip open the passenger door where Cheslin was sitting, and press a screwdriver to his neck while another man is pressing one against Hannah's chest through the driver's side window. Ooh, ooh, I don't like that. Mm -mm. They tell them to sit still or the girl dies. With the screwdriver? Yeah. Okay. At this point, Hannah and Cheslin think they're victims of a carjacking, and Hannah instinctively hides her keys. Unfortunately, a carjacking would be best case scenario. Um stuck on this she dropped her keys thinking it was a carjacking wouldn't you why wouldn't you just be like no take my keys here just get the hell out of here um maybe two things well one it's she's very emotionally attached to this car because it's her grandmother's she does not want them to steal it and two i think she's probably hoping that they're in a hurry they're in a well-lit parking lot if she won't hand over the keys, we'll just get take your wallets and run. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. You can see one of the four guys who ends up being a man named Nashville Julius run from the car and leave the scene. His role to help steal the car was completed, and I guess he didn't want to be involved in the rest of the night. Meanwhile, inside the car, they threatened to kill Hannah if she didn't hand over the keys, so she reluctantly does it, and they force her in the middle of the front seats between Gerardo Parsons and Vernon Whitboy. I've heard this pronounced Vit Boy, and but I'm just gonna say how it's spelled because I'm a silly American. Mm. So that's me. Just a dumb American. Another dumb American talking names. Mm. Exactly. Just butchering just names. Mispronouncing everything. Yep. Um, wait, sorry. And this may be cut if it's dumb. The guy who ran off, his job of stealing the car is done, but he they haven't stolen the car. This car's still parked. Oh, yeah, but, you know, they know where it's going. I'm like, you three can handle this. Oh, he just... Peace out. He got... He spotted the car. He got them to... Oh, okay. Hands up, do whatever they say, and he's like, all right, I'm out of here. Oh, okay. Y'all got it from here. So Cheslin was forced in the backseat with Eben Vandekert. I'm sure I'm butchering that, too. At 3.40 a.m., you can see her car pull out of the parking lot, and Cheslin and Hannah had no idea what they're in for, but they're absolutely terrified, I'm sure. They're driving for a while and eventually pull over to yank Cheslin out of the car, take his debit card and any extra cash, and they put him in the trunk. Oh, no. At 4.30 a.m., you can see the car pull into a gas station outside of Stellenbosch, and Vernon Whitboy gets out and attempts to use the ATM inside the gas station, but it's not letting him withdraw funds because Cheslin had given him the wrong pen. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. He will sadly pay for this later. Oh, no. Yeah. Whitboy is visibly pissed and gets back in the car. And apparently at this point, Hannah was just silent, not asking any more questions, not begging for her life, just staring straight out the window almost in a daze. I think at this point, she's come to the realization they're going to do what they're going to do. She's been with them for over an hour now. 
Oh, and God. she's just feeling probably defeated and petrified. How old is she at this point? 21. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. And at this point, it's 2017. So. Oh, all right. They'd stop along the way at various houses to pick up some tick. Sorry? Some tick, Rach. They're just going to do tick real quick. Mm, that sounds dirty dirty <laughs> that sounds like something camp I'd... yeah i was just about to say that sounds like me going to camp finding a bunch of ticks i don't know mm -hmm. well it's not it's slang for meth in south south africa oh god and they proceed to smoke it in hannah's car this would be petrifying to me if meth is a hell of a drug oh yeah you have no idea you're outnumbered these guys are criminals who just stole you kidnapped you and stole your car and now they're smoking meth <gasps> oh god this is when my anxiety gets real uh oh yeah and they're gonna be up for the next week yep when you're like oh god right oh god they also take some mandax <sighs> you're introducing me to a bunch of stuff <laughs> no it's actually quaalude so it's better known as its brand name, Quaalude, which obviously is a sedative and a hypnotic. And I think that, is that what Leonardo DiCaprio was on on Once Upon a, Ho Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? <laughs> when he, when he, Brad Pitt walks in and he's standing there and he says, wait, I know you, what's your name? And he says something like, I am God. Tex Watson says. Tex Watson says, I am God and I'm here to do God's work or whatever. And Brad Pitt goes, no, it's dumber than that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> was, it was it really is the last scene of that movie that I really liked. I didn't love the I don't think I did. I don't remember. I, but the last scene I was dying out loud. It was so good. I was I had anxiety the entire movie because I was like, God, they're gonna like do this realistically with the with yeah. the Manson murders. I was like, I'm scared I'm not gonna be able to sleep. And then the moment that Brad Pitt scene happened and Leonardo DiCaprio was in the pool lit. Uh -huh. I was like, oh, wait, this might be funny, actually. Yeah, because, you know, they, like, reached out to Sharon Tate's family. Ooh. And they're like, please. Oh, you didn't know this? I, th I actually think her sister did an interview that thing I read. That she was uh, like, I like it better this way. I'm like, obviously. Yeah. He, like, ran up by them to be like, if, if this is going to be insensitive, I just, I'm going to do how it should have ended. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna end the movie how the actual murder should have ended, and it's all the Manson family's murdered, and they okayed it, and it ended up being pretty funny. Yeah, you know the guess. Oh wait, you know it's Wolf of Wall Street. He's on Quaaludes. Uh, it's the car. It's the car scene where he can't get into his car after the country club or whatever. That's I feel is way, goes on way too long. Like it's funny for the first five seconds, but after twenty minutes, I'm like, all right, just get in the fucking car. Okay, uh, don't kill me. I've not seen Wolf of Wall Street. I'm not mad at you. Um, I'm not mad at any non-movie watchers. We never watch movies. Once upon a time in Hollywood, I was going to say, I think he's just wasted or like stone. Yeah. Or maybe on mushrooms. I can't remember. Or It's Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. No, I haven't seen it. So this is what these guys are on. It's quaaludes where you just like lose all ability to function and meth, which is obviously a huge upper. It's just uh, that would be the most petrifying to me. Yeah. So they're driving to various places, picking up and dropping off drugs, all while Cheslin is still in the trunk. And every time they stop, he can kind of hear them walk away. And so he's kicking, trying to get the trunk to open, but obviously it's not working. Finally, at 5.30 a.m., they pull over in a remote area and Hannah asks what they're doing. 
and they assured her they were just going to stop, pull over and smoke real quick and be on their way. And they tell her, her their plan is to drop her off and ditch the car. Mm, mm-hmm. Likely story. And also, y'all just smoked meth in my grandmother's car. You're not going to smoke a cigarette? Fuck off. Right. Well, I think smoke more drugs. I don't know why they would get out, but I don't think it's a cigarette. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. Two of the men get out of the car and open the trunk to let Cheslin out. They force him to walk away from the car and into an area where there's a pile of bricks. Uh-uh. They make him lay his head on them, and this is the moment he knew he was about to die. He's looking up at these two men hovering over them with bricks in their hands, and he says a prayer. Oh, no. And then it goes dark. Parsons later said after they got back in the car, Hannah said through tears and a shaky voice they could have sex with her if they didn't hurt her. Oh. We don't know if this is true because they're fucking liars, but I would certainly do the same thing if I were in her position. Sure. Whip Boy then passed Parsons a condom, <gasps> and he later said he didn't want to do it because he had a girlfriend and a child, and it didn't feel right at all. But, quote, she said we could, so I did. Oh, screw How you. Fuck, yeah. How fucking brave of you to push past that feeling of guilt all in the name of rape. Fuck off. Such bullshit. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. He, oh, God. Please don't pretend you have a moral compass now. You have a son, a, I don't know why I said son, a kid and wife. But she right. said you could. Like, yeah, she's cr- through tears, by the way. Yeah, through tears. It's still rape. That is not consent. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate everyone. Oh, I know. They're the worst. They drive to an abandoned paintball course, which, again, he hands them a condom and then they drive off. Like, that dread. It's just, like, dreadful moment after dreadful moment. Then I bet she was like, oh, God, it's going to happen. Ugh. Just feels so horrible for her. So they drive to an abandoned paintball course, and Parsons, who's the one who didn't want to do it, actually raped her first, <sighs> then Whip Boy, then Vandekirk, leaving all three condoms at the scene. Oh my God. That's they get back. So scary. I know. They get back into the car, and this time force Hannah into the trunk and drive to a nearby vineyard and pull over yet again. Whip Boy opens the trunk to pull her out. And I guess the thought of what happened to Cheslin after he was put in the trunk and then let out in a remote field made her understandably panic. So she's fighting like hell to stay in that car. Yeah, what what do you have to lose? Right. Whip Boy is grabbing her and she's kicking and scratching him all while grabbing the inside of the car and holding on for dear life. They're struggling for a few minutes and Vandekirk, who's in the driver's seat at this point, doesn't want to deal with a fight, so he marches around the car and stabs Hannah in the neck <gasps> twice with a screwdriver. I know the story. No, you I don't. swear to God. Okay. The injuries would have killed her even if medical attention was sought, but that wasn't good enough for them. So they picked up an 82-pound rock, two feet in diameter, Whoa. and dr- drop it on her head. Oh, ow. God. Killing her instantly on impact. Oh, never mind. I don't know it. I know you don't. There's a very similar story where they stab her with something weird and like leave her for dead. And like for two days, she's alive and no one knows. And she like finally comes to. Sorry. Well, mind you, at the beginning of the story, you're like a screwdriver. Okay. Yeah, that was the deadly weapon. That was going to kill her no matter what. But Yeah, that, you're right. They're sh- yeah. sharp as hail. Sharp as hail. And maybe they just knew the right spot on the net. I don't know. Ugh. Okay. But what re- that killed her quickly was that it's not even fair to call it a rock. It's a boulder. Was, it took 
Yeah, I was going to say that. It's a boulder. Yeah. It took two men to carry it in the, into the courtroom. And yes, it was in the trial. Oh, God. They leave her there and get back to her car and drive away. As morning came, a young couple is starting their day when they look out their window and see a very bloody guy running towards their house. <gasps> Cheslin! It's Cheslin. Yes. Oh. Despite several blows to the head, he lived. Oh. He could hardly speak, but he's moaning for help. Oh, God, how terrified would you be if you were that couple? And they were. They actually asked him to move along because they thought this was a gang-related violence since the area was known for it. But he begged them, just call the police. So they did, and he explained what happened and told them they need to go save Hannah, but little did he know they had already found Hannah, and she was obviously beyond saving. Oh, God. Luckily, this Blue City Golf is a very distinct car and was spotted several times by several different people because oddly enough, after a night of murdering who they thought was two people, they weren't done with their crime spree. Except now it was only Whitboy and Parsons. They dropped off Vandy Kirk after murdering Hannah because he was tired. Okay, first of all, who are these idiots? And where are Parsons' wife and kid? Is his wife like, where the hell are you? Are you out all night? Uh, what are you doing? I think this fucker does whatever he wants to do when he wants to do. He comes around when he wants, leaves when he wants. This fucker has no moral compass. Well, I know that. <laughs> or no responsibility. What? You think he's going to be like, oh, y'all, my wife's going to get, or my girlfriend's going to get mad. No, I'm just wondering if she's like, where the hell are you? <sighs> you know? No, I'm, I'm sure she's used to it. Ugh. So just hours after murdering Hannah, the two men chase another woman down when she was on her way to work and rob her of her purse and phone. They continued driving around, doing drugs, and by 1 p.m., think how long they've been up. Oh, my God. It's meth. And meth's a hell of a drug. I know. 1 p.m., they kidnapped another woman, took her to an ATM where they withdrew 3,000 rand, which is 200 USD. Oh. I know. And thankfully dropped her off unharmed on a rural road. Rural. Rural road. Rural. Rural. Guys, I have a lazy tongue. <laughs> Poor Barrett. <laughs> Poor Barrett. Send him my regards. <laughs> oh my God, you have become so pervy. <laughs> Why are you being so pervy today? Because I had to go to the office every single day this week, so I listened to Small Town Murder every the whole time. <laughs> And I was dying. They get away with <laughs> shit that no one else can for some reason, but that wasn't even controversial, so keep it. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> but we probably cut the other three things she said before this, listeners. So just know she's been really pervy tonight. Sometimes it's insensitive. Yeah. And we have to cut it. Yeah. That's to true. avoid some backlash. But uh I'm feeling frisky. <laughs> You're feeling frisky. Feeling frisky. It shows. Oh, my God. I'm just, like, so tired. Longest week. I have not had to oh go God, into the office several days in a row since 2019, man. I know. You know? I know. <laughs> so. Sorry. All right. Go on. <laughs> Can we get back to my dark tragedy? Mm, <laughs> of you having a lazy tongue? Sure. <laughs> sure. What, what happens to that? You're sick. You're gross. You're slut. So they were cruising around in Hannah's car, and police are very aware of their whereabouts at this point because 
Both of those women obviously called the police to report their incidents. And both reports were within the same area. So a huge bolo was full force. I love a bolo. Be on the lookout for, I don't know, newbies to true crime. I don't know. Oh, yeah, true. Eventually, an undercover cop spots the car and starts a good old-fashioned chase. I love a high-speed chase. Hell yeah, within reason. I'm scared. I've heard like more and more stories, it seems like lately, where a high-speed chase, some one of them hits a civilian, just a bystander car and oh my kills God, the person. Two, yeah, that happened in Birmingham. Girls. In Birmingham. That was not Birmingham. Oh, one was recent in Birmingham. I think Vestavia. <gasps> I, th- oh. I think Vestavia. I saw on the news, yeah, two high school girls. And and Barrett walked in late and goes, well, why were they running? I'm like, they weren't They running. weren't. You think those girls were running from the cops? No, they were just like innocent bystanders. Right. So one of them got, one of the high-speed chasers, the cop or the criminal, T-bones them or something. And it's awful. It was, it was the cop. And I think the guy who was running from the cops needs to be charged with something. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure endangering. Yeah, it's your fault. The cops wouldn't be going 130 if you would just pull the fuck over. I swear that was Birmingham. If not, it's two different ones. That happened in Birmingham recently. Well, now I feel like a jerk saying I love a chase. You're right. No. I, I, you know what I'm thinking of? OJ slow speed chase. Now that was a safe chase. Oh, all day. Oh, yeah. We're talking to a, a SWAT team of, well, not a SWAT team. Hold on. Patrol cars? What? We're talking. Five plus police cars chasing a Bronco going 50. I'm here. I'm here I for it. I thought it was 40. Oh, yeah, me too. Whatever. Four, I don't know what it was. Yeah. So he calls. Sorry. Sorry, people. We went on a sad tangent. Whitboy and Parsons pull into a farm where they're seen on video hauling ass down this family's driveway until they're met with the security gate. Hell yeah. <laughs> they jump out and try to outrun the cops, but eventually trap themselves on the property and they're caught. Their little sick game was over. These two weaklings were more than willing to name the other two men involved in the crime, which leads to the arrest of Eben Vanderkirk and Nashville Julius. Bye. Over the next few months, while police build a case against these guys, Hannah's parents start a foundation in her honor. The Hannah Cornelius Foundation supports underprivileged children and youth to become positive, healthy, self-sufficient, and contributing members of society. Aww. Mm-hmm. In March of 2018, less than one year after Hannah's death and before the trial even started, Anna, Hannah's mom, who was a badass attorney, very strong woman. Oh, yeah. Was found- Both her parents yeah. are attorneys. Okay, watch out. I know. However, sadly, she was found floating face down in shallow water in Cape Town. Oh, my God. What? Foul play? Oh. It was ruled an accidental drowning, but Willem said... His wife wasn't the same after Hannah's death. She was a shell of the person she used to be, and he believes she walked into the ocean and just gave up. Oh, my God. That is the saddest thing. And, like, I would, too. I know. It'd be too difficult. Yeah, too much. No, but she has a son, too. (gasps) Oh, that's right. Oh, God. But nothing is her fault. I mean, that's... So sad. He actually, even though he says she just gave up, he doesn't even believe she completed suicide. It was, she used to be such a vibrant, great swimmer, but she just becomes so weak, so uh, defeated, so sick that it just like took her and she accepted it. Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah. Sad. 
but it was ruled an accidental drowning. But either way, it's just ugh, so sad. Two months later, on May of 2018, the court proceedings started. Evidence against them was very strong, obviously. They had surveillance, forensic evidence, and most crucial, they had Cheslin. Hell yeah. Who's, yeah. Whose injuries, by the way, left him deaf in one ear. But is that it? I mean, that is sad. But I was, I, No, he had several broken bones, but those are, you know, yeah. fixable. Oh, God, you would just think you'd be brain dead after. Oh, I know. Who knows what happened? Right. Oh, God. Well, good. Right. And even though they even had two of them confessing, all four men pleaded not guilty. Okay. Let's go to trial then. This is perfect. All right. And in case you're wondering why, I have to look up why. I'm like, how does that work? A confession? Then I don't know. But Parsons said he pleaded guilty because the state hadn't proven its case against them. And he was afraid that his co-accusers would turn on him. I'm like, oh, I think they turned on you when you named their names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What are you thinking? And none of them showed remorse in the trials, laughing and smiling throughout the entire thing. What? It's shocking. There's video and, of it? Yeah. Oh, I'm annoyed. Pictures, videos, no. everything. Especially once you hear her dad's addressing the court. I'm like, how do you laugh? How do you? They're laughing during it? Evil. No, I don't. I mean, I, I don't know. There's not a video of it, but no, I don't know. But even like here, reliving the details of what you did, what, how are you laughing anyway? And they're not speaking English, obviously, so I can't. I, um, there's video of the trial, but I'm like, no, I really want to know what you're laughing at. And they're like, news cameras asking something. And they're like, oh, like so casual. They like, love the limelight. Like, it's like you think they're on the red carpet. Who are you wearing? Yeah. And they're like, uh, and like lean into the camera. And I'm like, you stop being all. But like, are they like, trying to make people see them as like carefree they they don't have anything to worry about because they're innocent are they stupid oh okay no they're They're just just stupid they just love it yeah they're not gonna love it once they're withdrawing from the meth but whatever oh you're right right i hope that was hell for them oh from what i've heard i'm sure it was you've heard who the hell do you know who have done who's done meth i was actually just thinking not meth but i was thinking about the matthew perry interview with um, uh-huh, uh-huh. Did you watch it? No, I sure didn't actually. Well, no, it was just that's what I compared it to because Matthew Perry said he told me that withdrawals are the absolute worst, and he was oh, addicted. He was addicted to pills and alcohol. I can just imagine meth is. Oh, oh God, I cannot imagine. Whip boy Parsons and Vandekart was slapped with a life in prison. And Nashville Julius, the one who ran from the scene at the beginning, got 22 years for aiding a robbery and kidnapping, which I guess he technically didn't. But whatever, you knew what was going to happen and you didn't stop it. So yeah. peace out. I wonder what that story was. Like, why did, like, okay, you're going to be the one to help facilitate this and then you run off. Like, why? No, I, I, I don't know. It said he's, his role was done after he helped spot the car and dude, I guess he's most experienced i don't know why they needed his help so bad when whatever yeah that maybe he was like all right but then i'm going home it probably wasn't like you and then you run he probably is just like uh, and then i'm going home okay i'm not in don't want to do a night of meth tonight well jokes on him because he's still got in trouble uh for sure but not life in prison yeah i mean of the four monsters he's the tamest and i actually don't all the research i did was like or other podcasts or youtube channels who've Report on this. We're like, 
but you knew what was going to happen. I'm like, I don't, I don't see how that's 100% true. He's never admitted that. Yeah. So I don't know. He could have thought they were just going to do it. Parsons and Whitboy later only kidnapped one girl, robbed her, and then let her go. And then later just robbed her from person to iPhone and let her go. So I'm like, he could have just thought that's what was going to happen. Yeah. And was this wasn't a, it couldn't have been a very long drawn out plan because she just was dropping her friend off. They just like yeah, came up a, with this idea when they saw him. Like who yeah, are these people? It was a crime of opportunity. Yeah. <gasps> and I'll get into that. Later. Oh, okay. I'm very confused. Yeah. Actually, it's right here. They said they did all this to quote, see what they could get. And all they got was a couple hundred dollars. So for that, they drastically changed this poor family's life. Mr. Cornelius lost his daughter, his wife, and he left his position as a magistrate, stating he didn't believe he had the impartiality to continue the role after what happened to Hannah. Oh, yeah. You're like, mm-hmm. no, guilty, but, guilty, guilty. Right, exactly. He'd be, yeah, that'd be tough. Yeah. And actually, before, <clears throat> when I said they were laughing and smiling throughout the entire trial, luckily, Willem didn't have to see that because when he, he addressed the court at sentencing, and that was the first hearing he was able to attend because he didn't. He said he couldn't bear the thought of hearing the details about what they did to his daughter. So he didn't see all the laughing and all that. Oh, my God. But you know he heard about it. Oh, yeah. It's all over. It's what Google image comes up when you Google these guys. I'm going to. So ready for your heart to be pulled out harder. No. He also said Hannah's little brother didn't understand what happened. And every night he stops and looks at a framed picture of her and asks when her holiday is going to be over and when she's coming home. Stop. How old is Isn't he? Isn't that so sad? How old is he? I don't know. Oh, yeah. They, there's, they won't say yeah. anything about him. <gasps> yeah. So sad. And then he ends it with this quote. Our family died with Hannah that night. Me and my son, we are not a family. We're the survivors who live in the ruins of what once was. No. I'm just like, I just want to hug him. I mean, if that doesn't tear your heart out. And this was all for a couple hundred dollars. That's that, right. Like, they were just sitting outside at 3.40 a.m. or whatever time it was. And was like, oh, someone's pulling up. Let's go. Yeah, they're a piece of shits. They're um, in a gang, the numbers gang, if anyone knows what that is it's i don't know they're just piece of shits i don't know what the numbers gang is stupid i'm looking up i know I'm, i hate i hate gang things so just whatever i hate organized crime so <laughs> look it up sadly willem died in december of 2022 so a few weeks ago oh my god from cancer he found out about only three months prior oh no i know his son is now being cared for at a center for autistic children. Oh God! And we—he has no surviving immediate family. Oh, oh, I hate this. I know, and he needs an he needs family the most. Yeah, really. and we still—you um, still don't. It didn't even say then in that article is, how old he is. Yeah, it says his name and everything. So that's why I'm like, uh, but in earlier articles it didn't. Just I, know it's I don't been, want his name. I just want his age. Uh, the article actually didn't say his age i just looked it up i thought it did but it didn't so i have no idea how old he is oh my god that is so sad i know cheslin dropped out of school for a while so he could work on the trauma he endured but re-enrolled a few years later and there was actually a crowdfunding to help him raise money to complete his studies but it closed last june when his fundraising goal was met 
so you can't donate anymore. But he did post a thank you video, so he seems very grateful. Oh, I know. And that, Rach, is the tragic death of Hannah Cornelius and the survival story of Cheslin Marsh. Cheslin, you killed it. You rocked it, Cheslin. Where did you find that? Because you were so certain I'd never heard of it. Coffeehouse crimes. I know. I don't know why. Hmm. Interesting. Well, you were right. Actually, my friend Anna texted me about it. And then I was like, oh my God, I'm on the edge of my seat. What are they about to do? And then I gasped out loud when Cheslin was alive. And I was like, all right, this is my next story. You killed it, Anna. What up? Thanks, Anna. Oh, um, my. Yeah. Actually, my next one was suggested as well. Oh. Yeah, yeah. By who? A listener on Instagram. Crap, I can't. Oh, I think we, that rocks. Did we discuss in the last recording? No. Shit. Well, that's fine. Should I call her out? Um, yeah. Shout out? Shout out. Oh, Chelsea. Hey. I actually, we did talk about this in the last recording. Y'all, if this, again, we're recording these in January. We don't know what order we're putting them in. So, like, I maybe say this and you're like, what? No, you didn't. But I came across the story on Reddit and literally, like, a couple hours later, Chelsea, hey, girl, sent it to us in an Instagram message. And I was like, wait, I just read about this and called dibs on it. Like, it was crazy. So, I was like, all right. that's Well, maybe she's a part of the same Reddit subgroup. No, they were two different links. Like what I read is not what she sent me, but it was the same case. Maybe her curiosity got the best of her and she Googled it and found a better article. Nah, this is a <laughs> screenshot from Facebook, it looks like. No, uh-huh. Instagram. Okay. That she doesn't seem that weird she to me. She screenshot to me, but it's an old case. Like I, we just both happened upon it. Okay. All right. Cal- sure, sure. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I need to say that to you. What <laughs> it's it's gonna sound like you did, so it doesn't matter. Oh yeah, that's true. All right, back to my gummies. Oh my gosh, I'm just kidding. Earlier we yeah. had a video call, and Rebecca was like, "Hold on, I'll be right back. I have to pee or something," and came back with lifesaver gummies, like a child. <laughs> I love fruit snacks, y'all. They're so fucking good. All right, well, thanks, guys. Remember, please subscribe. Give us that review life. We read every single one and then we screenshot and send them to each other with excitement and joy. So just bring joy into our life. We really do. That that sounded sarcastic. I'm not kidding. We do, oh, we do no. that with every single review. Yeah. That wasn't sarcastic. Um, well, just do it. And then and download and subscribe or follow or whatever. Yeah. You know. And tell peeps. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye.